You guys are in for a treat today. Today, I interviewed Mr. Preston Smiles, who happens to be, I've worked with him personally as my mindset coach, and he has been super, super instrumental in some decisions that I've made in my business this year and how I'm up-leveling as a mom and a wife. And I, you know, you guys, I think his story is really going to inspire some of you. He was actually an actor who found a greater and bigger calling and pivoted from that career and bet on himself. And at first, you're going to love the story, the sacrifices he had to make in order to take two, two or three steps back to then take 15 steps forward to building the multi-million dollar brand and business that he has today. And the impact that he's making on this world is incredible. I hope you guys enjoy the interview and I hope you have a pen and paper ready. Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six-figure income around my nine to five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief but now operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts, to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. Oh my goodness, guys. So excited to have the esteemed Preston Smiles here with us this morning. Let's go. Yes. So pumped. So excited to have you here today, Preston. Okay, so before we get started, just so my audience knows a little bit about you. So first and foremost, I will share with you guys that I met Preston at a mastermind that I was at, and he was doing some really profound mindset training that really blew my mind. And after I left that event, I immediately reached out to him and we started working together. And now he's also, he's working with my husband. Um, and I just think that the work you do is so incredible and it's so important to business owners to have that really nurture that mindset piece, right? And so what I will say, and then Preston, you feel free to, to fill in the gaps. What I want to say about Preston is that he's all about love's voice and that really that through love, we can accomplish anything, right? And that it's, it's just the common thread, no matter whether it's relationship, business, parenting, you name it. And that when you amplify your love, we automatically amplify our lives. And I feel like that's really a, a big piece of your motto. So Preston, so excited to have you here. Welcome to the Burnout to All Out podcast. Now, you haven't always been this badass online superstar when it comes to mindset. I know you've got a huge following. 
Um, you're a multiple seven-figure income earner in the online space. Some could think you are a overnight success, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to go back to the beginning, like the first part of this interview. I really want to go back to the Preston before he knew his destiny and his calling. Can we? Can you share or kind of go back to before the zone of genius you're in today and serving others and kind of share with us where it all started? Absolutely. First and foremost, I just want to say, and I said this off camera, but I want to say it on camera. You look absolutely stunning. You are such a powerhouse, Melissa. I just want to acknowledge Aww. you and all of the people who magnetize towards you because Aww. birds of a feather often flock together. I tell my students all the time, if I entered your world, you would school me right? Because we all have genius and uh, magic in, in different areas, right? That's why we have these little beautiful, unique fingerprints, right? And so I just want to acknowledge you for all the work that you've been doing uh, to even be able to host something like this. Aww, um, thanks. We're, we're going to get into that with my story, but I want to acknowledge yours because as somebody who's in this work, as somebody who's doing the damn thing, as somebody with four kids under four, <laughs> married, running a, a, a business, I know what you're being with. And it's not easy at all. <laughs> right. So I just want to just hats off. Everybody acknowledge Melissa and yourself for showing up and continuing to open your heart and step back in the room. Oh, right? thank you. You're so really sweet. Really big deal. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So I want to start with a sound, ooh, ooh, which is, uh, it's an important sound because I used to, that was the sound that my friends and I would make when we would ditch uh, class. So if you heard that sound, that meant at least one of the crew was ditching class and somewhere where you could find them and we would just follow the sound. Um, <laughs> and so I use that now not to ditch class, but as a, let's call it a, um, a opening the opening of a portal, the opening of this beautiful ceremony, this beautiful dance, this beautiful conversation. I, you were wrong about one thing, and I'll say this, it, it's, it'll be funny, but I have always been a badass. Ah. I, I, I've always been amazing, right? Which I is, love that. Yes, I, I just was directing it in places that weren't um, conducive for worldly success. Mm -hmm. And the moment that I learned how to direct it and use the energy in a productive way, uh, my life began to shift in ways that I can't even fathom. Mm -hmm. So I'll start with sometimes our greatest rejection produces uh, our greatest direction. Mm -hmm. And for me, I never sought out to be a coach, an entrepreneur. I never sought out for any of these things. These things found me. And one of my favorite quotes is from the Gnostic Gospels of Thomas, which essentially states, um, if you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. Hmm. There was a moment in um, 2007 uh, I was shooting a movie and the director of that movie was at my house and we were talking and he said, Preston, I think it's very interesting that you're an actor and you're striving to be this actor. But anytime we talk, it's about personal development. It's about spirituality. And I'm looking around your house right now and you have nothing but books that have to do with that and nothing to do with acting. Why aren't you just going after that? Wow. And uh, I said, oh man, you know, 
Uh, and this is 2007. Now, I want all of us to rewind our minds back. There was no such thing as an influencer, no such thing as a social media influencer. No, these things didn't exist back then. Nobody was making money as that. So the, the closest thing I could think of was like, oh, to be a motivational speaker or something like that. And for me, in my mind, I was putting a step in between the calling on my heart. So what I was thinking was I'll be an actor and a part of that, and I think it's important for everybody to hear this, was I was the black sheep of my family. I was uh, in special education very early and all the way through school. And most of my friends and family didn't think that I could make it in the world unless I was using my looks or my charisma. And I knew that. I knew that there was an underlying like, ah, uh, you know. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed kind of thing, <laughs> right, um, right? which is funny now, but it's like super traumatic when you're like, you know, 14 and 16 yeah. and people are talking about college and there's just this conversation of like, oh, well, I'm, I'm stupid. So there's no way I'm getting into college. Mm. There's no way I'm going. Um, and there's a whole backstory to that, which I won't go into today. But I will say this, that that trauma has played a huge part um, in where I am today, why I go so hard for love, why I, I do so much in this space, because I know how I know that the overwhelming majority of the people that you'll run into have complex trauma, they have acute trauma, they have deep levels of shame. Most people that I work with, and this is like like 98% of the people that I've even ever met have some type of sexual abuse in their mm -hmm. past and self-included. And mm -hmm. so uh, I was afraid to go after and to go create something out of nothing. And uh, the reason why I'm even in this work, and I know I'm jumping around a little bit, is oh, you're fine. I had a heart condition come up when I was 25. So uh, I didn't want to die. And the cardiologist said, you're way too young to be in an office like this. And essentially pointed out two things, stress levels and my diet. And my stress levels were off the Richter because I, since 13, I had been the man of the house. Since 13, I had been trying to prove that I was better than my dad. Since 13, I did not believe that there was space for my own needs and desires. Now, this plays a part even in marriage today, right? Like I'm, I'm still unpacking and uncovering the part of me that believes it's okay to, to want a hug or to need a compliment. Because those things I completely buried and repressed because my mom was super stressed out and my dad was uh, battling a drug condition. And so since 13 years old, I had been sort of pushing my own needs away and, and operating from the highest levels of stress that you could possibly come up with to the point where at 18, I got a skin disease that nobody could figure out. I went to like eight different doctors and they called it photodermatis, which it basically just means I was allergic to the sun, but it was deeper than that and bigger than that. And then at 25, my heart started to break down. Now you got to imagine how stressed out a person must be wow. to have these things start happening, right? Right. And it's interesting because at 25, I looked like I like I looked like 40. Now I'm 40, and I keep this beard so I don't look like I'm 25 because I'm <laughs> so young without it. Um, and I'm you gonna aged start backwards. I love that. I did. I swear to God, I did. It's pretty awesome. Hey there. We're going to take a brief little interruption. I think you guys will love why I'm doing this little interruption. And that is because we hear from you all the time over in the Burnout to All Out community on our Facebook page. You've got questions. You want coaching. 
And so one of the things we are opening up to our Burnout to All Out community that are listening in right now to this podcast is a chance to get your questions answered in a live hot seat coaching session with me, yours truly, Melissa Hinault, in our Burnout to All Out community. And the audio will be recorded and you will be debuted in our podcast with your questions. So if that piques your curiosity and you're intrigued, here's the deal. All you have to do is text the word question. Again, text the word question to the number 1-833-310-7171. Again, text the word question to 1-833-310-7171. And when you do that, we will come back to you with another message asking you to submit your question. Two to three lucky people will be selected every single week be featured in my Facebook community and on my podcast. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. I'm going to start leapfrogging in this story. But the main thing I want you to know is it was a process and a journey. And there was a moment where I said, okay, cool. I'm going to begin the, the, the journey of figuring out what I'm supposed to be doing, being, and having on this planet. Because this acting thing is working out, but it doesn't fulfill me. Right? And uh, a life without fulfillment is not life, period. Um, and I've had the good fortune of seeing people crash and burn early in my life. I had the good fortune uh, of, of having friends shot and killed when I was you know, 17 and um, even younger than that. And so there was a, a certain level of reality I understood. Like uh, I could go do this thing and go down this timeline and it'll be good. Or I could leapfrog into the unknown and find out what's there. Mm. And I chose the latter and I chose the road less traveled. And how that manifested itself was I began to just give for the sake of giving. And I want everybody to hear that because a lot of you are giving for the sake of money. You're Mm. giving for the sake of followers. You're giving for Mm -hmm. the sake of That's a different energy. And our context will always create the content of our life. We are Mm -hmm. uh, vibrational beings. And so when I'm in the context, the state of giving, I am a magnet for more of that because you only get to keep what you give away, what you give to another. Mm. And so um, I began to give for the sake of giving. And I gave myself a plan. I said, okay, I'm going to give myself nine months to figure out how to get out of acting and modeling and start this process. In between that nine months, I'm just gonna give and learn and grow and take workshops and things of this nature. And I started a YouTube channel called Questions with Preston. And maybe 13 people would watch this channel. Like literally, like I would get 25 views. I'd get 25 views and I'd be like, yes, in two comments. And going back to context, right, because energy matters, my context was one of celebration and joy. And I kept taking care of the people who were there. And I want all of you to hear this because you're trying to grow your big multi-million dollar business. And I'm, I'm giving you the blueprint inside of my story. I kept taking care of who was there and I took care of them in such a way that they brought their friends and their family. And when their friends and family came, I celebrated and I thanked them. And I, and and there was this, this energy of like appreciation. Mm -hmm. 
And what we appreciate appreciates. What we focus on expands. Yes. Yes. And so they kept bringing more people. And at one point, I asked myself the question, what could I do that would produce money that would still be in alignment with where I am going? Mm. Right? Powerful question. I still think about that to this day. Like I'm like, wow, I was so tapped in. What can I do that would produce income and impact that would still be in alignment with where I'm going? Mm. Mm. You know what? I, I, the answer to that question was, well, well, I surf every single day and I've been teaching my friends for free. Maybe I could start a surf school, a spiritual surf school called Smile Surf School, where I teach people how to surf and connect to nature through the principles of coaching and transformation. Wow. Well, that thing took off. And um, within a few months, I had, uh, I had employees. I had hired other two other uh, surf instructors and began the process. And I'm going to end this story because there's so much, so much, Melissa. Um, fast forward to the surf school is doing really well or well enough, but I also am still slightly broke. Mm. I have a million dollar consciousness, but not it, my bank account didn't match that. Right. <laughs> And I had been taking all of these workshops and just uh, diving in and digging in as it pertained to like me. But the one part that I was not paying attention to was the business and the money and what that looked like to uh, elevate myself and reprogram my conditioning as it pertains to money. And so uh, all the while at this time, I'm also calling in a queen, calling in my one. And uh, funny enough, I met her while I was on a date with someone else. Oh. And she sat next to my, my date. I was on a blind date and she sat next to my date. And I was like, oh, my God, that's my wife. And uh, from that day, and here we are almost nine years later, we have been by each other's side. And I'm sharing that because right at that same time, I chose to move back in with my mom. So I'm now a 33-year young man. And I moved back in with my mom and I took the money I was using to uh, pay for my apartment and invest in coaching and support. Mm -hmm. And that year, now uh, keep in mind, nobody in my family has ever made more than $100,000. Right? Everybody's good. My, my sister got close, but nobody else. Right. That year I made $150,000. Wow. And, yeah. And I went, I went from, I made 36,000 the year before, 150. So those, that's quantum leaps. Quantum. Yeah, yeah. The next year I made 300. The next year after that I made six. The next year after that I made a million and I haven't stopped. And I'm sharing that not because the money matters, but I'm impressing upon you the principles. So what are the principles? I didn't ask how, I asked who. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. What are the principles? I recognized that I was a liability and not an asset in my life. And I took a few steps back to take many steps forward. Yes, that's I, so I, good. Can you say I, that one more time? Yes, I recognize that I was a, a, a liability and not an asset yes. in my life, yes. which is a really big deal. And, and I took charge and the, one of the biggest things, and I'll stop here, is I declared and chose, and I did it publicly. I have friends now who are like, yo, I remember when you put that on Facebook that you were going for it, right? And I did it publicly because I wanted to box myself in. I knew that if I told people that I would have to at least yes. attempt to get somewhere close to it. 
Yes. And so I, I declared it and then I got out of the way. I stopped trying to control the entire process and allowed the universe to be in this sacred dance with me. I allowed God to, to use me, right? There's, there's, and I'll stop here, but there's four levels of consciousness to me, to me is, uh, you know, and it, my mentor, Michael Beckwith talks about this. He created it to me. Consciousness is uh, victim consciousness by me. Consciousness is uh, I create, I create my own reality. This is where I'm willing things into existence through me. Consciousness is where we say spirit, God, Buddha, Krishna, Allah, Jesus, divine intelligence. Use me. Let me be a, a vehicle, a weapon, a beacon for your love. And then fourth, as me consciousness. This is the Christ consciousness. This is the Buddha nature. This is where we know that there is nothing other than God doing its thing. And so I entered that third level where I said, let me be used. And mm -hmm. I think it was Zig Ziglar or Jim Rohn that said, when you make room for your gifts, your gifts will make room for you. Mm. And I am a living testament to that very thing. Gosh. So good. So good. I know people are going to go back and take notes on that. Preston, so good. So many good nuggets in your story. You know, it's really interesting. I've been doing a lot of studying lately, just of how stress impacts your overall health and being it's interesting coming from traditional medicine. Um, with a doctorate in pharmacy where there's like a scientific explanation and a pill for everything. I've had to do some unlearning to understand even some of my own illnesses. And, you know, it's interesting. You and I have somewhat of a slightly similar childhood in the sense I look back with a severe eczema and these issues that I had. And I realize now that it, my body was under such tremendous stress and really yes. tapping into that is huge for your overall health. And I love your coming around, you know, giving for the sake of giving. We talk about this a lot. I know you're probably familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk, but one of the things I talk about a lot is that book he talks about, The Punch Punch Right mm -hmm. Hook, which is really about give, give, give. I even did a talk about it last night, like just give for the sake of giving. So I love that. And in your journey to give, you've created this massive following because of the impact that's ultimately it's impacted your income, but the income has come because of the impact that you're making across the world, right? So, so good. So many good nuggets. Well, the other thing before we move forward that I loved is the sacrifice you made to invest. And, you know, I even used to talk about this a little bit in corporate where, you know, there's this ladder, everybody thinks they got to climb the ladder, but many times you've got to take that ladder and turn it sideways to like go in another direction or backpedal before you move forward. And so I love that you pause and recognize I need to invest. And, you know, I bet it was a huge investment based off the 30 grand that you were making that year, right? Huge investment. But knowing that you are ready to make radical changes and you knew that what you were destined for, it clearly had a massive ROI on where you are today. Are you a social seller out there looking to beat the summer slump, looking for some accountability to grow your business and find the business builders of your dreams that want to run with you? Guys, if that's you, look no further than our In 5 Day Inside Scoop, where we are going to be taking you soup to nuts through growing your brand and creating attraction marketing on the LinkedIn platform. I'm going to teach you some of the critical tools I use to grow my social selling business and my coaching business. 
The coolest part about it, it's completely free. You just have to jump over to my Burnout to All Out Facebook community and get registered today. Or you can go to my website, www.livethefreelife.com. Dot co. We'll put this in the show notes, but guys, take a listen to some of my former students and how they're doing and their experience inside the LinkedIn training. The more I post about jobs, the more I post about what's going on in the industry, the more I post about articles that can, can be directed towards not only the, the clients that I'm trying to get, but the people I'm trying to recruit the bigger my network has grown. And, and it's amazing now when I, and only six months into it, as I'm posting a job, people are reaching out to me and booking a time on my Calendly Lake that you taught me. So good. So good. Well, I know that you are, gosh, you're into a lot of things. And I know that, you know, I want to make sure we maximize kind of the back half of the interview here. I know you've already given us some really good nuggets on kind of those, these four levels of being, which is so incredible. Before we get into a little bit more content, I want to pause for a second and recognize that you have these four little kids, right? And you just had a brand new baby like a couple weeks ago. Right. Um, and, you know, so I'm curious, and this is just kind of a curveball, but this is my own curiosity, given the space you work in, right, and helping, you know, other people, you know, really uplift and create this mindset and amplify life when I, I'm curious, your own kind of self uh, coping is probably not the best word, but how are you nurturing yourself? in the throes of having such um, so many little people that need you working from home as an online entrepreneur with a wife who's an absolute badass, right? I'm sure with competing time and priorities and all the things, right? I'm curious how you nurture yourself, make space for yourself um, so that you can take care and be, you know, that, that masculine energy in the family, right? Yes. Very important question. And it's actually, it's the same principles across the board. I want to fast forward to 2015. So my business started to do well. And every year I dedicate the year to a word or two. Mm. And 2015, no, it was 16. 2016, I, de I declared that that was going to be the year of play. Mm. I said, I made the commitment that every single day I was going to do something that was in the, the form of play. Mm -hmm. And the, the point of it is to fill my cup so that I can give from the overflow. Mm -hmm. right? Go do something that has nothing to do with people depending on me and just play and get in the spirit of celebration and joy and curiosity and learning and growth. And then that will trickle off of and down to everybody that I'm connected to. Well, that year, uh, and I remember this, we were in the middle of a launch and this was back in the day when there was only me Alexi and like one other person, right? Now we have 30 employees, but it's a whole different beast now. Um, so this is just us three. We're in the middle of a launch and my alarm goes off and she, I get up and I grab my skateboard and she said, where are you, where are you going? So I'm going to skateboard because this is, at the time we lived in Venice Beach. We live in Austin, Texas now. And she said, wait, you're going to skateboard right now? And you could just see, you could feel the tone, the energy, everything. I was in trouble instantly. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to skateboard. It's my commitment. And it was one of those things where I knew I had a choice. I could, I could you know, uh, pay for it in the form of leaving and her getting upset with me or pay for it in the form of me being stressed out. 
and not uh, able to really support the people that I said and put my hand up for supporting. And in that moment, you know, I had a beautiful conversation with her and I went for it. And I came back so happy, so in my joy space that I started tickling her and chasing her around the house and just celebrating the fact that we had people to serve. And it changed the entire energy of the room that day and in our relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sharing that story with you because it's the same principles. Mm -hmm. um, here's what I know to be true. Nobody does anything by themselves. Mm -hmm. To me, one of the main reasons why entrepreneurs and just people in general get in trouble is they try to do it by themselves. I am a firm, firm proponent of the village. And so the reason why I am able to have the life that I have is because I don't try to hold it all by myself. I think it was T.S. Eliot that said, it's not the load that breaks us down, but the way we carry it. I will repeat that for those of you in the back who did not hear it or let it land. It is not the load that breaks us down, but the way we carry it. Yes. And for me, I am able to carry four kids under four, a powerhouse wife, 30 employees, and in my own, my own mental sanity, because I don't try to do it by myself. One, I have coaches. Two, I have nannies, babysitters. My mom, I moved her from LA to here. I'm buying her a house next month, about 100 houses down, right? What? I am clear that I cannot do this by myself. Yes. And I have no ego about it. Like, yo, right. help me. Help right. me, bro. Like, everybody's got their magic. You take a part. <laughs> I take a part. We'll all do this and it'll be fun. Right. Yeah. And I make, I make it fun. And so that's the thing I want to just like nail home. I always carve out time for myself every single day. And how I'm able to do that is I am aware of the cost of not doing it. Yes. Right. Because it, it compounds. Yes. Right? We, we get snappy. And yeah. the body remembers what the mind forgets. And the mm. body is a living library that stores everything we've ever been through, including the repressed emotions from mm. yesterday and mm -hmm. the day before and the day before that. Mm. And so what I do is I clear my palate as much as humanly possible so that it does not bleed out on my wife, my kids, or my community. Oh, so good. So this is why Jake's playing so much golf and tennis these days. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. It's true though. It's true. I swear. You'll see. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it though. Okay. So I, I, I want to go a little bit deeper on this because mm -hmm. I know that you coach a lot of clients one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. and I'm curious because I know I see this in my own mastermind and my one-on-one -on -one clients. The majority of my clients are female, but I do have males. But I wonder, I, I'm curious from your perspective, if you find any difference in willingness to delegate or this, I guess where I'm going with this is what I've observed is specifically mm -hmm. women have yes. a really hard time, the ones I've coached at giving up or delegating certain responsibilities. And I don't know if it's like a generational thing. It's like women, women have only really been out in the workforce for so many years. And, you know, we saw our, our mothers do it all. Like my, I know in our generation, my parents' generation was really the first generation of women who like had their freedom, but were also trying to do everything their moms did. Right. And so that's yep. kind of like what we saw growing up. Yep. So I, I don't know if it's like maternal instinct or ego. Um, but do you see that on 
your end where women find it harder to delegate some of the things and ask for help around the house than men do? For sure. Thousand percent. We're still working through a lot of BS as it pertains to women and uh, little girls. One of the main reasons why I work with both is because I have a little girl and I know that the our world is bipolar when it comes to sexuality. There's all kinds of pressures and just really just stupid stuff that's put that women have to navigate through that men don't right? and vice versa. Right. However, I find that there was a, a massive swing into the masculine. Right? I, I, there's a, a bunch of women that I support and coach behind the scenes that all chose career first over relationship and baby. And now they're pushing into that 39, 40, 41, and they're going, holy shit. And yeah, <laughs> yep. But you got you you did the babies and the and the whole thing, right? These are women who didn't get that, right? Oh, okay. And they want it now and they want it bad. And I think that it's this it's the residuals of you can't hold me down. You can't hold me back, right? Like to to take this a step further, you know, being an Afro amazing human, I've had the experience of being able to look at my culture and in, in a different lens. And it's a similar thing with Afro amazing people where so many years of slavery and being put down and uh, there's a, there's a, a certain level of like screw you right like the moment you even try like screw you right and and it's to me it's a similar energy with especially women in the entrepreneurial space because there's this like i'm gonna fucking make it you're not gonna stop me and i'll figure it out myself if i have to right right yep and it's probably going to be better if I figured out myself because you're not as detailed as me. <laughs> so, yes, there is. Uh, there, I do notice that. And I just try to bring as much compassion as, as humanly possible while holding a firm hand and reminding them and myself at the same time that nobody does any of this stuff by themselves. And uh, mom guilt especially is a huge thing. And I think that whether you're a mom or not, there's just some of that that sits there. And there's an expectation, especially around the house, that, oh, well, you're, you're going to do the, the, the laundry, right? Like, this <laughs> is just like a part of your job because you have a vagina. Like, right. it's, like, it's like that, I think. <laughs> right. uh, which, you know, we're still working through. And I think there's actually an anger. I did a workshop with uh, Mama Gina, the woman who wrote the book Pussy. Yes, love her. A lot of my a lot of my communities read that book too. I did a workshop with her last week. Um, she flew out here. I have a men's group and it's all these high level dudes who live here in Austin. And so she flew out and did a workshop just for like 25 of us. And she was talking about how angry women are. Because one of the guys asked, he was like, hey, you know, like I'm... I'm trying to be a superhero to my wife. And like, it just seems like she just finds a way to be upset about so many things. And Mama Gina was, she, she said, so you're asking me why are, why are women so angry? And he's like, yeah. And she went and grabbed a list and she just went through the like current statistics of like rape, abuse, pennies on the dollar, all of the ways in which women are held down, degraded, looked right. at in a particular way. And the room went silent. All the dudes were like, oh. <laughs> Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like Yes. Like, yes, it's so true. And you know, it's interesting. I've shared this with my community, but um right before my my coaching really took off, 
the pandemic hit, right? And I remember, you know, and I love my husband, but this just goes to show just what's ingrained in us habitually, like just what we grow up with. When shit hit the fan and the kids needed to be watched, he just kind of looked at me and was like, so, I mean, you got a pretty cushy thing. You don't really need to do this coaching thing. Like you'll watch the kids, right? Like it was just an assumption. And I think that that not only like infuriated me, but it actually motivated me to go make a million dollars just to be like, fuck you. I'm working. I I said I wanted to be a work from home mom, not a stay at home mom. (laughs) I feel that. I feel that. You and my wife are so similar. It's hilarious. Like she, if I, if I tell her to jump, she's like, I will never jump. Like it, it just anything, anything I would like, go do that. She's like, cool. I'll never do it now. I'll die never doing it. I'm like, okay, awesome. But it's also, you know, it's very becoming very self-aware of the anger mm-hmm. and like where it's coming from and working through that. And I think, you know, you and I have worked on this a lot and me just recognizing even like the super hype, hyped up masculine energy as a female, just, yeah. you know, in the, the workspace, just, you know, trying to survive and, and um, fit in, you know? So, um, but slowing down and embracing that feminine energy can change the energy in the house too. And as well as your business, you know? For sure. It's necessary, right? I, if you go to my Instagram right now, it says husband, father, and Swiss army man for God's love. And that part, for me, it's our job to be a weapon for God's love. Whatever you call God, we can replace that word, right? A weapon for the universe's love, whatever you want to call that. But the point is, is to be able to dance. And, and so many people are stuck in their deep masculine or in their deep feminine. And... Mm-hmm. Um, that's the reason there is a yin and a yang, right? There's, we have both. And so the, the game, the name of the game is to be able to dance and swing when needed and necessary. So sometimes my wife is deep in her masculine and I recognize it and I know I could beat her out, out masculine her, but instead I will drop super into my feminine and nurture our children while she's in that space mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. nurture her while she's in that space. Right. right. Yeah. So and good. Then, and then, and then we do the dance, right? Then it, it, it does like this and I'm back in my, you know, uh, masculine and she'll, she'll play the other role. Mm-hmm. I think that that's where a lot of people get in trouble is they don't know how to style flex and speak to the listening of their partner, right? Our jobs. And I'm going to say, this is really important. Out of 7.7 billion people on the planet, if you are blessed to have a partner, even if it's a dog, that's a big deal. And all of us come with our own baggage. And if you're blessed to have a partner, especially in a romantic relationship, it's your duty and an honor to be able to help heal their nervous system. Because that's what we're dealing with here, right? A bunch of wounded nervous systems that are showing up and doing power plays and power and, and trying to control how the relationship's going to be. That's mm-hmm. business, right? I have to do that with my co-founders and the CEO of my company and all of the different things, right? We're all in this, this dance and, and recognizing like, ah, out of the billions of people on this planet, I get to help heal your nervous system. I get to guard the gates of your space and your personal time. Right? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I forced my wife to take a nap. Yesterday, I literally said, go upstairs to our other room. I called my mom down. My mom took the baby. I said, I got Kingston. And we did this whole thing where I was like, just take a nap. Just sleep. <laughs> That's 
so good. And like there, I remember uh, when Wyatt was born, sleep was better than sex. Like if I could just get one more hour, it was just, I would savor it. So like, that's just a gift that you're giving her. Yes. Yes. I love it. Well, Preston, this has been so good. Let me ask you, I, as we wrap up, mm-hmm. um, I love to ask, like, what are like, if you could pare down two or three of the most impactful books mm-hmm. you've read that come to mind, because I love to read. And, like, okay, what Easy. are they? Because I don't know if you see this back here, but I have bookshelves. I have so many. I had to get rid of 1000 books before we moved here to Austin because we just had too many. However, I'll say this. Are you talking about entrepreneurial business or just life changing? Like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, I want to know what are the top three books of all time that Easy. you you would never throw away? Never throw away. Easy. That is Conversations with God, book one, book two, book three. Got it. And okay. my book. Uh, yes. And what is your book? Love Louder, 33 Ways to Amplify Your Life by Preston Smiles. Or Now or Never. Your Epic Life in Five Steps, which is written with my wife and just got translated. We got uh, the Arabic versions of it. So it's now in Arabic and Spanish and uh, Korean, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, we'll make sure we put all that in the show notes. So Conversations with God. Yes. Love Louder and Now or, or never. never. Yep. Okay. And then what are you reading right now? I am rereading Untethered Soul. I am rereading The One Thing by Gary Keller. I am rereading uh secrets of a millionaire mind by t harv ecker okay okay you're yeah. like me i've got like multiple books in different rooms oh, yeah. depends on my mood and what time of day it is yeah <laughs> yeah and my audiobook i'm i'm always listening to audiobooks and i listen to them on like 1.7 so i finish them and then i re-listen to the same book a hundred times wow wow yeah. that's incredible my gosh and the one thing was really emergence yes yeah? this guy this book emergence Seven Steps for Radical Life Change. This book is ridiculous. You see how it's like beat up it is? It's because I'm taking it everywhere and I'm writing notes in it and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Okay. So let me ask you this. Have you, what do you, have you heard of this book? This is um, Joe Dispenza, Becoming Supernatural. Yes. Dope. Um, So good. I'm freaking loving it right now. Like loving it. Um, Okay. Well, this has been so good. Preston, where can people find you? Uh, where can they come find you? PrestonSmiles.com um, or at PrestonSmiles on Instagram, YouTube. Um, those are really the two places I play the most. I have also a, a dope podcast uh, that you can find, Preston Smiles Show. Okay, awesome, awesome. And do you have anything in particular going on before the end of the year or any kind of like any programs that you're launching? Yeah, we're, we're, um, I take, I have a, a program called Stretch 22 where I take about 33 people uh, over a four-month journey to work with me. Because to work with me, is it's, it's a high price ticket. So I, I create a more attainable way to be intimate with me and my coaches. It's a total freedom boot camp. It's absolutely everything. No stone unturned. It's ridiculous. And that's starting in January, but we're taking applications and filling it up now. Awesome. Awesome. So if you guys are loving this, go check where, and so they go to your website to register or apply yep. for that. Yeah. Okay. PrestonSmiles.com. Awesome. And that's good. Cause um, they'll have some time before January. Well, yep. Preston, thank you so much for sharing and giving your love today unconditionally to my audience. So appreciate you and adore you. And you're just doing huge things in this world, not only for me and my family, but for so many people. So 
just a love and adore you. And thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you so much. It's good to see you. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co. Or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out. And make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second gave me that five-star review of the show and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.